Hey, good morning, folks. The question is, have you really started your voiceover career? Let's talk about it. So the big question is this. How do voiceover artists like us who are looking to take our careers to the next level, but don't buy into the claims of needing expensive equipment and demos, start bringing in new clients? How do you follow a clear path to changing your voiceover side hustle into your full-time job and stick it to those that said you couldn't? Huh? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Earl Hall, and welcome to In the Booth with Earl Hall, where we know how to grind and don't quit. Welcome into the broadcast today, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to In the Booth with Earl Hall, where I show you how to start, build, and grow a successful voiceover career. You guys are probably noticing something's different here. Something's different here. Yeah, Earl just got a, uh, what do you call this thing? Uh, Basically, I can raise my desk up. So I'd rather be standing than sitting. I think that especially, that's especially important. When you're doing voiceover in regards to to deliver your best, Um, especially if you've got an exciting type of script that you're trying to deliver, you know, something you got to bring some passion, some energy to. And I said, what the heck? So I bought this this desk. It raises and lowers so that when I do my broadcast from now on, if I want to, which will probably be most of the time, I'm going to stand so that I can deliver my best to you guys and bring something hopefully that'll inspire you. (laughs) you know, so it wasn't that expensive. I got it off of Amazon. It was like 150 bucks, loving it. Um, Got it yesterday and put it together. So now I'm able to just stand when I want to stand as opposed to just sitting all the time. It gets kind of boring. I've been doing these, I do these broadcasts Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And sitting sometimes just gets a a tad bit boring, especially when you sit all day. You know, as soon as the show's over, I'm going to lower this thing and, you know, get back into work and stuff like that. Or I'll be standing back there on my Neumann TLM 103. I've got a couple of auditions I have to do today, which is always good. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about, have you really started your voiceover career? And it's one of those things that I get into from time to time when I talk to people that I consult with, just in regards to procrastination. Um, And a lot of that has to do with fear. Uh, just not getting started. Um, we're going to be doing a webinar on Thursday. For those of you that don't know, links are in the description. We're doing a webinar, and I'm going to show you how you can get hashtag your best demo created by our team here at Earl Hall Studio. It's exciting. Those of you that watch the show every day, you've seen, or rather, should I say, you've heard some of the demos that we've done. And I think on last Thursday, even Storm Waters came on the show and kind of shared her experience with working with our team and how much she loved the demo that we produced for her. So came up with this amazing idea to make it affordable for everyone <laughs> and give everyone a way that they can get a demo. A demo is one of those things, obviously, that is extremely important for voice actors, no matter where you are, no matter what kind of voice acting you do. Um, it's just one of those things we have to have. You, you got to have a mic. You got to know your DAW. You got to have the skills to do voiceover and you got to have a demo. So on Thursday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, again, the link is in the description. A ton of folks have already registered. So if you need to register, go ahead and do that and uh, make sure that you don't miss it. Let's talk a little bit about your procrastination. And what's up, everyone coming in 
over on YouTube and even probably on Facebook. There's some folks coming in. And actually, I have, I'm broadcasting now as well on Twitch. So we're doing Twitch, we're doing Facebook, and we're doing YouTube. So trying to broaden the brand here, guys, trying to broaden the brand. I talk to people every single day about how to start, build, and grow their voiceover career and the things that they're going to need to do. And some of the things that I hear um, in people's voices is actually fear. Um, I hear uncertainty. Um, I hear a lot of procrastination. Those of you that have ever had a one-on-one with me, you know that I don't give any excuses for failure. Um, And more importantly than that, I don't give any excuses for starting. I've had so many different conversations with you guys and gals um, over the past few months. And, you know, people will say things like this to me. They'll say, well, I'm thinking about doing this. And, okay, uh, when? Well, I was thinking about, you know, starting um, doing something on Fiverr uh, probably at least by next month. Next month? Uh, What are you doing today? What's going on today that you can't start? And the thing about and the reason why I'm so adamant about the start, and you've heard me talk a lot about, look, done is better than perfect. Let me give you this tidbit of of personal information about me. (laughs) When it comes to a lot of what I do, there is no planning. It's just execution. There is no planning. There is just execution. If I have an idea or a thought, I start performing on that thought. And you see this in me literally every day. These broadcasts that I do for you, there's no plan. It's just me giving you the knowledge that I have. It's just me telling you basically what's on my mind between the last show that I did until this show that I do, the only thing that I really have to do is make a thumbnail for YouTube or whatever and, and post that up. But when it comes down to execution, I am such a firm believer in the execution of your ideas that it is undoubtedly one of the top five things that has enabled me to be as successful as I am. Um, I don't put a lot of thought. Now, that might sound bad. But I don't put a lot of thought into the execution. I just start the forward momentum. So many people get stuck because they think way too much. They have this end goal. And all of us need an end goal. So don't get that twisted. But you may have this end goal that you're trying to get to. You want a $1,000 mic. You want a whisper room. You want... Um, to understand your DAW inside and out and have all the best that you can have. That's like your, that may be an ultimate. Okay. And you want to have, you know, 10 clients a week paying you $500 each or something like that. Great goal to have. Here's the thing. You sit and you think about this all day, all night, every day. And you've been thinking about this for a long time. The thing is, is that that big audacious goal, which may be much bigger than what I just described, but you've got this big goal in your mind, and that's the thing that's holding you back, as opposed to just taking the first step. Whether it is you understanding your DAW, you're not going to get it all today. It's not going to happen next month or next week or whatever. But because you're scared, and I'm using that term very loosely, you may have a fear, some trepidation. It seems, you know... All is you just don't know how you're going to get this thing done, right? Start at the beginning. 
just start. Whether it's learning your JW, whether it is, you know, doing, you know, getting more auditions. And, and here's the thing. You guys have heard me talk so much about, you know, whether it's you're on a freelance site, whether you're doing email marketing, uh, or even if you're on a pay-to-play site. Some of you guys are having success on pay-to-play sites. I just never did. But here's the one thing that I believe happens to us all. Sometimes, and I think I said this yesterday, you got to put some blinders on. And you have to become extremely narrowly focused on what it is that you're looking to accomplish. So if you're on Upwork, please focus on Upwork. When you fo- Let me tell you what happens when you focus and when you put blinders on to everything else. And this, this comes down to your JW, it comes down to your auditioning, comes down to the platforms that you're auditioning on. It, it comes down to everything that you'll do. When you put your blinders on, you become narrowly focused. And if you continue to focus in that vein, you will become an expert at that. As opposed to, I want to do this, 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 and this. So now you've got three or four different things that you're trying to juggle all at one time. You become an expert at none of them. Go back to my earlier days, and you guys have heard me say this over and over and over again. Pick a strategy, work that strategy for 30 to 90 days. I would say the closer to the 90 days. If you, if you want to get work via email marketing, let everything else go. Let it all go. Focus right there. If you're more comfortable doing auditions on sites like Voices123 or Voices.com or Fiverr or whatever the platform is, don't become distracted by watching a YouTube video on how this person is making money over here or reading a blog post about how this person is having such dramatic success over here. Become laser focused with blinders on because this is what will happen. Let's just use Upwork as an example. And I'm not telling you to go to Upwork. I'm just using it as an example, okay? You start paying attention to Upwork. You've got your blinders on. And what happens is, is that you start doing these auditions and you start writing proposals and things of that nature on Upwork to get people to pay you for your skill in voice acting. You do this over a period of 90 days. What happens is is you become an expert and you start seeing little nuances of things that you didn't see before. And so you get better at it. You do five, 10 more proposals that day. You start getting responses back. You start paying attention to the people that are actually responding back. You start paying attention to the people that are actually hiring you to get the work. Now, this is going to take some time. That's why I said 90 days. Don't do this for a week and quit. You're not going to become rich in a week, okay? You're not making any money now, so don't worry about it. Do this so that this becomes a long game, and it becomes a focus that you have that is unwavering. And what will happen is there will be something that happens that you will amazingly just get it. This is how I need to not only write my proposals, not only how I need to do my auditions, but also the type of things that I ought to be going after. 
You'll start noticing things that if you weren't paying attention and didn't have your blinders on to become an expert at this particular medium, this particular platform, this particular genre, you will notice things that you will never notice if you don't, if you don't focus and if you don't have those blinders on. Had a conversation with a friend of mine um, yesterday on the way into my studio here. And I said, I'm putting my blinders on this week. For the next 90 days, I'm putting my blinders on. This is what I'm focusing in on. Not going to tell you what it is because then you guys will want to go do that too. But (laughs) pick something. And amazingly, it's almost as if it doesn't even matter the thing that you pick. And I'm specifically talking about where to go after getting voiceover work. Some of us split our time so much into different platforms and different arenas that we never become perfected at anything in particular. Now, that that is whether we're talking about the platform that you're attempting to get work on, it also comes down to the type of voice work that you're going after. You've got to become extremely self-aware at what you're good at and what you're not good at. You've got to become extremely self-aware and put the blinders on when it comes to the type of voiceover work you're getting or that you're trying to get, those uh, activities are also seemingly all over the board for many people that I talk to. You know, I talked last week about people asking me a question, Earl, should I do this? Earl, should I do that? And it's like, yes, go, please go do something. And why are you waiting to ask me? <laughs> As if you need my permission to do it. Are you going to make some mistakes every now and then? Sure, you are, but it's a part of the process. And here's one of the key things that I look at. People, you're trying to start a major undertaking being a voice actor. This is a business, unless it's just a hobby to you, but I look at it as a business. You're not going to have a multi-million dollar business or whatever you're looking to earn, six-figure business, multiple six-figure income. By not focusing, by not having a clear focus of what it is that you're doing. And if you're just starting out and you've been in this under three years, many folks just don't have that focus. They don't have that clarity. They're bouncing here. They're bouncing there. They watch this webinar on, you know, how to get clients over here on Fiverr. They watch another webinar on how to get clients over here on email. They watch and they've never perfected anything. They've never gone. I'm talking all in on one thing, to become an expert at that one thing. And let's just be clear here. It's much easier to become an expert focusing in on one thing as opposed to 12 things. It's just much easier to do that. And when you're looking to build a significant business and you're looking to build a career in voiceover, you want to be known as an expert in something because the jack of all trades, those are really the folks that are just commodities. But when you specifically specifically go after a genre, I don't care what the genre is. And it doesn't mean, here's the thing, when you focus in and become an expert on something and you've got a client and let's say you're, you're focusing in on, on e-learning. Okay, so you're the e-learning person, right? And you're amazing at delivering an e-learning script. Those people talk to each other. These communities and these different genres, believe me, they follow each other, they talk to each other. And your name will start going, be, begin to go around. 
And one thing that'll happen is you may get someone that isn't even in the e-learning industry, that may be in the commercial industry. They just so happen to heard about, hear about you. And all of a sudden you get an email. Hey, can you do this? I heard you did this for so-and-so. Now, is this going to happen tomorrow? No, it's not going to happen tomorrow. I'm talking about things that will happen once you've been established in your industry. Once you've been established as a voice actor and you become known for something, whether that's promos, whether it's e-learning, whether it's explainer videos, commercials, or whatever, but please believe me when I say focus on something and put your blinders on. Now, here's the thing, too. I don't – it doesn't – if you know that you just want to do television commercials or radio commercials, then those are the auditions you ought to be going after. Period. And if you're getting hired for that, then that means that you're good. It means that people will hire you to do that. If you've been trying to do commercials for the past five years and you've put in, a, I mean, a significant amount of work in order to get those types of jobs and you haven't gotten hired, you may want to switch your genre. It is all about a test. This is not something that any of us can jump into or leap into and just be the person. But here's the thing I don't want you to do. And, and let me go back to what I was saying. Let's say you you focus in on commercials. You can be on Upwork, Bulldoggo, uh, Voice Bunny, um, Voices123, Voices.com. And as long as you're focusing in on the genre, it may not necessarily mean you have to narrowly focus in on the platform. Because you'll become an expert at learning how to bid, how to write a proposal, Um, what to say, the type of work to go after on these different platforms. There's got to be something there that you focus on, though. What is is the thing that you really want to do that you have yet to really focus on because you've been running around like a rabbit with your head cut off or a chicken with their head cut off? I'm an old country boy. Both of my grandparents were farmers. I've killed chickens, so I've seen the chicken run around with their head cut off for a few minutes after you know, they've been decapitated or whatever. So if you're running around like that, first of all, you have no head, you have no eyes, no vision. All you're doing is running around. You're bumping into things. You don't know where you're going. There's no direction. And then you die. This is the result or will be the result of running around like a chicken with their head cut off chasing this shiny object and that shiny object, you have no goal, no vision, no thought process. You're just running. And this has to stop. This is why I say the the title, have you really started your voiceover business? A business is something that you're focused on. When you go to McDonald's, they have a flat top and that's how they make their burgers. They have oil and this little thing. That's how they make their fries. They have a recipe. This is it. This is what we do. We don't do anything else. They don't do it like Burger King and have a flame top or flame broiler. They have a specific way of doing a specific thing. And all they're worried about is the people that like what they do. They don't care about the people that are at Burger King. They're focusing in on the people that like McDonald's. Are you focused or are you running around like a chicken with your head cut off? Let me go, go over to my comment section over here. See what you guys are saying about this whole thing here. Good morning, Conchita. 
Voices by Storm. Glad to have you in, John. Hey, what's up, guy? Yeah, I've got the super animated broadcast now because I, I get to move around. I'm not in my chair. I'm not stuck. I can get this thing moving. Good morning, Tanya. How you doing, Alan? Glad to see you in the house. Um, Writer Red Cross, glad to see you in here. You made it. Oh, you say you finally made it. Okay, awesome. Uh, let's see, score more. I think this, that's me. I wanted to do voiceover. However, I'm worried about what people think of me. So I made a decision to, instead of thinking about it, just do it. Amazing. Love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, let's see, Conchita. Yes, my analysis paralysis is cured. Awesome. Uh, Dan, good morning. Bill, hey guys, um, new here, but love what I'm hearing. Glad to have you in the house, Bill. Uh, everybody, look, if you're in now, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, subscribe right now. Hit the like button or the whatever thumbs up. Hit it, please, right now for me. I can, I'm looking at you. Are you did you hit the like button? All right. <laughs> hit the subscribe button. When you hit the subscribe button, make sure you tick the bell so that you're notified when I go live and when I upload videos. So you'll be right there. And be able to uh, tune in. Uh, let's see. Lazarus, I have an issue with focusing. My mind is always on several different things. So much noise in my brain. And you know what, Lazarus? That's really, it's it's all of us that are like that. But it's it's those of us that can ignore the noise and just focus in that will always make the most accomplishments. Because, look, <laughs> there's a never-ending thing of things to do. It, it, <laughs> Every morning I wake up, every night that I go to sleep, I'm never done. I always have more to do. But what I do is I choose what I'm going to focus on in that day. And what I try and limit it to really is a set of maybe literally, I'm not even kidding here, between three to six things that I want to accomplish that day. Sometimes it's only two. But I know in my mind I have to or I, or I want to get this done. I want to get this accomplished. And if I do that, I succeed. The next day, it's something else. But you get overwhelmed when you look at the entirety of everything that has to be done. And so many times, as Conchita would say, analysis paralysis, you do nothing. You're just paralyzed. So focus. Um, let's see. Good morning, Anthony. Glad to have you in the house. Andrea, glad to have you here. You guys are just amazing. I love you guys. I really do. Um, Kevin, hey, Earl, great stuff. Enjoying it. Thanks, Kevin. Glad to have you in the house, buddy. Tanya, I'm new and was snooping on Fiverr. I noticed some talk about broadcasting licenses. Can you talk briefly about that? Broadcasting licenses, if, Tanya, what you're referring to is in your gig, you can basically charge a fee to have the commercial rights. And I'm not sure if that's what you're talking about. Or, or if it's something else, uh, broadcasting licenses, um, I'm not real sure. But if there's someone in the house that knows what she means, go ahead and answer that question for her right there in the comments. I'm not real clear on the question, though, um, about the broadcasting licenses. Um, if you're talking about like royalty-free music, if you have the rights to use that for broadcasting purposes, you've got to have that set up like through a site like audioblocks.com where you can get a license um, to use their music, so on and so forth um, with that. Okay. All right. I'll look to see if any more comments come in on that. But right now, if you've got comments or questions that you have, just let me know. 
um, just put it in the comment section and I will answer your question. Um, now, you guys know, if you don't know, you came in late or whatever, you missed the broadcast yesterday, there's a link in the description. I'm going to be doing a webinar on Thursday, this Thursday, February 8th, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, about how you can get your best demo. One of the conundrums with being a voice actor is that all of us need a demo. Someone put up a um, a post uh, or a comment I think on the video from yesterday and I couldn't determine if it was a complaint or I didn't know what it was. So, but I want to address it in some way, shape or form because I really didn't know where this person was coming from with the comment. So I was very brief in my response, but the person was saying something along the lines of uh, all these different folks like myself coaching coaches and stuff like that on YouTube for voiceover, uh, telling people that they should purchase a mic in the 100 to $200 range. And it sounded like they were upset that that's what many of us say, but we say that because that's like the thing that's, <laughs> you know, if you want to get into voice acting, it's the thing. And he put a caveat to it and said, you know, you're telling people to purchase a mic between $100 to $200 or whatever, but, you know, some of us can, can't afford that. And there's nothing wrong with starting with a $30 mic. No, there's nothing wrong with that um, at all. You, as I've said all the time, you start where you are. As you do better, you get better. And that's how it is. I don't, un I don't know everyone's, you know, obviously financial situations that people go through that will watch YouTube videos on how to become a voice actor. But I can tell you this, you won't be a voice actor with a $30 mic. You just won't. Um, there is a minimum standard. If you're going to do this professionally, not as a hobby and not as a trying to see if type of thing that you want to do, but there is a minimum standard, you know, and that minimum standard is you want a mic at least between $100 and $200. You want to have an interface, something like a Focusrite Solo for about $99. You want to have at least audacity so that you can process your voice. That's like minimum. So, I mean... To complain about wanting to start a career and only having to start by spending $300, $500 maybe at the max, that's kind of asinine. I, I don't know what else to say um, with that, but I, I just thought I would mention that because it was like, are you saying people should just have $30 mics? I didn't really understand, but there are always minimum standards no matter what career you want to get into. And for voiceover, it's just the minimum standard. It, you know, my my personal situation has no bearing at all on what the standards are. If I have no money, the standard is still there. If I have money, the standard is still there. And I can go above and beyond the standard because of a financial situation that may be better than someone else's. If I'm starting from square one, like I did 10 years ago, I didn't have what I have today. I had to get what I could get based on what I could afford. And that's all of us. But where you start should never be where you think you should end. So that's my, that's my take on that. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Voices is answering the question. Yes, there's an extra fee you can charge to release for broadcast rights. Um, separate commercial fee. Yep, that's true. That's true. Lazarus, I had a question about conflict of interest. Um... Can't you do work for anyone or 
only able to do, say, one hotel and not able to do another. No, there's no conflict of interest in there um, unless you've signed a contract stating that. Um, there's not a conflict of interest unless you're under contract um, to be exclusive with that. You can do voiceover for whoever you want, whatever industry, even if they're competitors. Does not matter. Look at the Verizon guy <laughs> who's now doing Sprint. Um, okay, let's see here. Um, Earl, what should I start with as far as demos in the beginning? Three or four commercial style demos, brief narration spots. Um, it's going to depend. Um, well, with the commercial demo, which is normally the calling card for all of us, is our commercial demo when we first start out. Um, you want to have. I would say four to eight spots. Um, the way we do it at Earl Hall Studio is is six spots. That's our standard um, that we have is six spots. Conchita is one of our script writers. She's on right now. I'm not sure if Joe is on. He's one of our script writers as well. As well. But um, Conchita has formulas that she uses. And uh, uh, what do I want to say? She, not a standard. She has a way of doing things because she has a particular set of skills. And <laughs> she can work with you on that. But if you're attempting to make your own demo, basically, here's the thing. If, you, if you're looking to make your own demo, um, listen to some other professionally done demos. Just listen to a bunch of them. See how they're done. Listen to the, you know, you'll listen to and listen to them a couple of times. Don't just listen to one and go to the next to the next. You want to listen to nuances. You want to listen to um, the music. You want to listen to the sound effects. You want to listen to. Um, the pauses in between as far as right in the middle of a script, if there's a pause because you want to put a sound effect in, there's a lot of little nuances that go in, go into that. And it can be difficult. It just depends on your set of skills. If you understand your DAW to the T when it comes specifically to voiceover, it may be something you have the skills to do, but you won't know that until you try, I guess, with that. Um, let's see. Uh, tree trunk J Earl, what should I start with? Okay. I just read that one. All right. Kip Ferguson, but I can do so much post-production to make my voice sound good. Sarcasm. Okay. <laughs> John, um, some companies are particular about that Lazarus. I had an audition for a ski resort and they wanted to make sure I hadn't voiced another ski resort. They didn't want the public getting confused. There you go. The client is going to ask you. That's what I say. They're going to ask you. They're going to put you on a contract, whatever. But if someone is not going to give me consistent work, and I don't, there's some agents I don't work with because they want me to be exclusive. I'm like, you want me to be exclusive with you? You're not going to feed my family. Um, I can't do voiceover work for anyone else but you. Craziness. No, um, this is this is just me. If you're not paying me on a consistent basis some decent amount of money to just do your voiceover for your ski resort, I'm not going to take the job. It's just not going to happen um, because you're going to limit me. And that means that for a period of time, I'm not going to be able to work with another ski resort. And besides that, I'm not going to be able to use the work that I got from you as proof that I can do ski resort work. What's the benefit to me? as a voice actor and pursuing my career. That's how I take a look at that one. If the money's right, maybe I'll do it. Uh, let's see. 
Um, the Atakawa? Yeah, you. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm still trying to figure out, as well as trying to figure out where and how to make my recordings, recording area. My closets are too small. Okay. Straightforward and to the point. Doing it. Thanks, Earl. What's up, Lazarus? Okay, and John. Conchita, six to eight max on a standard commercial demo. Thank you, Conchita, for chiming in on that. Ten spots or six second, ten spots on 60 second demo. Got it. Yes, formula. That's the word I was using. I kept saying standard. You have a formula that you use, Conchita. All right. (laughs) This has been fun. We are done. We are at the 30-minute mark. If you guys have further questions, obviously, um, don't leave them in the comment section here. Make sure that you put them in the comments after the video goes off if you have questions, and I can take those questions there. I want to thank you guys for being with me today. The first day that I've been standing up to do In the Booth with Earl Hall. Absolutely love this because I can move around and get a little bit more animated and things of that nature. So loving this. Hope you guys loved it as well. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, make sure that you do subscribe. Hit that little bell, the bell notification on YouTube in particular. Um, For you guys that are watching on Twitch, since I'm broadcasting on Twitch now, I don't know what you have to do. Like it, subscribe, whatever you have to do. Facebook, like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Go ahead, hit the like button or the heart button or whatever it is right now for me. I definitely will appreciate it. Also, if you love me, if you love me, share this video. (laughs) All right. Well, hey, you guys have an awesome and amazing Tuesday. I will be back here with you guys on tomorrow, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for more In the Booth with Earl Hall. I love you guys. Take care.